0: Football Podcast is brought to you in association
1: with Nicholson Joinery Limited. Yes, welcome to another week of the Ember Football Podcast. It's a bit of a celebration. It's the one hundredth episode, uh, two, what, two and a bit years on. Callum, incredible. We never thought we'd got uh, got to this point, but uh, we are. I suppose congratulations. <laughs> I don't know there it is. Um, I'm, I'm, sur- I'm not saying
0: I'm surprised we've got here, but you know. I'm surprised uh, there's still people that want to listen. Um that's I brought them in small Bought <laughs> <laughs> them in after after um, lockdown they're sharp, back in.
1: <laughs> Shut down turning listeners ever since you joined. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, our the agenda for tonight. We'll start with hearts, we'll move on to Hibs. Edinburgh City, onto our Lone League sides. We'll Me and Calum are going to discuss our highlights so far on the first 100 episodes, I suppose, of following our Ember Asides. And then we'll finish with our podcast, Puzzler, and our Prediction League, which has got a wee special twist to it, which we'll um, say more later on. Right, Ross, we'll come to you first, because we will start with Hearts. And, uh, well, a lot of people predicting uh, uh Invincible season from Hearts. Well, it didn't last long, only a couple of league games in, and the Invincibles is... Well, won't be on the cards um, what was your take I know there's been a game since but Friday night at half past nine when the game blew the whistle what was your what was your take on, on that game? Uh,
2: to be honest I was pretty upset regarding it mm. uh, didn't play one of the things we said last week I just hope they can crack on and play a wee bit better than they have been but there was no evidence of that pushing through at all um, better team won on the day they took their chances. We had chances, but very far in P But you've got to play, you've got to pick yourself up after a result like that. They'll be, I said that a couple of weeks ago, they'll be our closest rivals this season. Mm. Um, people said to Dundee, I wasn't 100% sure on that. I knew Dunfermline. they've been in that league for that long. They know how to, how to play it, so they've got a good side. And thoroughly deserved it. It's just unfortunately setting Hearts players not really turning up a couple of big chances
1: master a lot of experienced players who you'd expect to be putting the, hmm. the ball in the back of the net but it just never happened is Boyce doing enough for you Callum because I think we just spoke about it over like, during the game Friday and he was coming in for some criticism I've seen online that fans aren't too happy it seems about with Liam Boyce is he doing enough? Oh, well, I mean like good, good question because I've actually got in my notes Boyce conundrum um, hmm.
0: I think that it's a weird one because there's quality there, there's ability there, but is it being shown enough? Um, I remember watching Hearts against Cali in the league and he scored in that game, but in the first half I was sitting there thinking, is he doing enough? Should he, should he should have scored at least a couple in the first half and I thought, you know, is he doing enough? Does he want to be there or is it a lack of confidence? What's going on? And then he scored in the second half, and I thought, all right, okay, we'll just put that to bed, and he'll kick on, etc. He's not really kicked on. I think that now there's a lot of <clears throat> there's a lot more focus on his performances now from Hearts fans I'm not overly enamoured with them. I think it's tough, definitely, for him, but. I just don't know
1: if it's a lack of confidence, like I said earlier, or he doesn't want to be there. But for me, he's not been good enough. Hmm. Do you think Ross that if I'm if I I haven't I, can't, I have to admit I've you know i not I've not followed Liam Boyce's career. I don't really know loads about the type of goals he scored at Ross County, etc. But I would imagine that perhaps when generally comes back in, and if you can find a left winger. I and mean, I have to say, the recruitment so far on that left-hand side of midfield hasn't really got me excited. Uh, Roberts hasn't quite done it for me yet. Elliot Frey not for me either. But do you think that Hearts need wingers to maybe suit Boyce in terms of his balls into the box? Do you think in time that if a if stellar play suits Hearts in that way to get the ball wide, crosses in, you'll see, see the best of Boyce? Um, yeah,
2: I'm hoping He's a, a massive miss for us. I think it's all the first few games at the start of the season. He was creating more than well, than Roberts or Flea. I'm not impressed by them so much at the moment. But see the balls into boys. Boys is getting our balls into at the moment. He's still getting the chances. Mm. The chances are being created for him half Friday night. They were putting them on a plate for him half the time. And other games I've saw them. This impressed me so much with the money he's getting paid he should be rocking about 20 goals this season and that mm. I'm
1: hoping it's maybe just a slow burner and he's going to crack on but there's not that many games in the championship this year mm. to, uh, mm. to kind of he, uh, on that he did get a bad injury didn't he? did he not do his crusher? I'm sure he did his, his crusher down in years ago I yeah, think. yeah. I think it was just straight after he moved down to Button I mm. think he done it in
2: their first
1: game yeah, yeah. So perhaps you don't know the long term, long term effects of that, but it's something to keep an eye on. Um, I, I think if you're playing against Hearts this season, I think it's obvious you've got to play pace. If you play pace, Hearts do not look the most comfortable with that Ross. And I, I again, I, I look at the the settlement field. midfield I wasn't overly impressed on Friday night I, I thought the pace and Dove Firmland's side won them the game they, they could have won by a lot more yeah. <laughs> they, they should have been out of sight probably Aye
2: so that, that's one of the main things for me being this year because you look at even last night played out where they had um, Halliday and Harrod in there and that's not going to win a race <laughs> for a period of time but You've got and you know, you've got Ollie Lee knocking about Ollie Lee looks he's running it of the wind half the time. Not doesn't really impress me much at all. So no. I agree with his. pace pace is gonna be they're overrunning it and I think the players even at the back you've got that Popsky didn't look comfortable against them. Fairman came on for a bit last night and played right back, but he is he shaky.
1: He keeps giving the ball away.
2: Very, I I I don't think he knows when
1: he's got the ball after the I'm potato after <laughs> Some uh, I have to say though, hard. there's some there's some players in that Dunfermline side that I think both Hibs and Hearts fans would uh, would like to see in in their in their side. There was, I think the, I was really impressed with the boy. I'm in set midfield. Callum I can't remember the. Uh, oh, we messaged about him. Yeah, yeah, Hot Turner. Yeah, yeah. A few of them. You know, there's uh, a. F- I was really impressed by the boy Whitaker. I thought he looked very good. <laughs> yes, you were um, waxing lyrical about Stephen Whitaker, uh, Callum. But uh, not, like Whitaker. That man knows how to play with game of football yeah. in the beautiful
0: way it is supposed to be played.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the one thing that. I was to say that a few years ago. <laughs> the one thing for.
0: I've
1: said that the one thing for Hearts is that uh, that's in their side is it you know, okay, Hearts have dropped points, they backed up with a win. The thing on their on their side is, I think that actually a lot most of the other teams will probably just take points off each other, whereas Hearts, you know, when they when they lose, it's going to be few and far between. If they lose any more any more games, you know, it's going to be certainly hope so. Yeah, you know, the Hearts do have too much co- But I could you see a positive in in that defeat there that it maybe it's a wake up call for a for a few of the players that you know this isn't going to be just plain sailing. Um,
2: yeah, because I think most of the players They'll probably turn up They'll turn up to these games And thinking, I've never even heard Of these teams Or mm. That's like Dunferm was a wee bit different But even at that they, they should know they're up against a challenge Nielsen's played against these teams mm-hmm. Long enough in his career That he knows He should be telling the team The importance of these games But I don't think it It just never got through Unfortunately by yeah. those
1: things Bounce back last night though Ross Comfortable was not it? Ah, yeah It was easy enough Easy enough
2: win there, eh? They,
1: they are not really up to much. I've never really been impressed much. Every time
2: I've seen Alba,
1: but part time they weren't me. You know it's saying difficult. That, saying that, aye, saying that. But pace up front, Bera was struggling a wee bit a couple of times. And mm. as I said that Popsky came on and nearly anyway, me. Aye, I don't think he knew where he was half the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I so much. And then it's like guess it's, it's uh, déjà vu. It's Alba again this weekend, Ross. A comfortable win, but a, a bit more tricky given that it's away from home on that Ast- on the Astro.
2: Yeah, I think um I think the weather will probably
1: pay a wee bit effort into that as well. We've had good results in the past up there, so hopefully you can just bypass that and go on with it. So need yeah, just to be job done. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it needs to be. Yeah, definitely. Okay they come on to Hibbs then and it's you know, the the one time I think I haven't been Hibbs Desmond. I've had two and two games, it's uh and both both disappointing two twos, Callum. Let's let's be honest. Um shot ourselves at the foo- at the weekend. Let's go there first, the Celtic game. Two 0 up and uh, we've got to see that out, Callum, haven't we? It's a, that's a disappointing two points dropped. Yeah, I mean let's let's be honest, I don't think um
0: Ibs played particularly well in the first half on Saturday, I thought we were fairly poor and uh, Marciano sort of kept Hibbs in it and then in the second half Hibbs sort of sprung to life uh, I thought Jamie Murphy was fantastic uh, I thought Jamie Murphy was fantastic again for uh, last night I think that uh, finally Hibbs are sort of seeing the player that he is Yeah. Um, uh, he's going to be massive for the rest of the season for Hibbs because uh, he, he really is a quality quality footballer but um you know, to go to a luck against Celtic the onslaught sort of came I think that it's a very soft penalty to uh, Celtic get but you know letter the law any time the ball touches a hand uh, ball touches a hand these days it's foul unless you know hands are behind the back etc so I, can, I don't know but for me it was the defending for the equaliser in the last minute you know yeah, hips have a three on two out um, at the at the byline, all all Hibs have to do is just shepherd that out. And David Gay, for some reason, a man of his experience, um, storms over and just gives away the cheapest free kick that you know you'll ever give away. And there's, there's no need for it. And then you know the free kick comes in, and Shane Duffy, um, absolute like DDT's Sean Mackey and for some <laughs> reason that's not given uh, as a free kick uh, to helps it's. It's a retake for Celtic free kick, and then Paul Hanlon has the, the shank to end all shanks, and you know it's a good finish for a, the the boy laps out. But it's Hibs, Hibs doing what Hibs of a couple of years ago were doing, and well last night Hibs are lucky to come away with a draw, and it's it's four games now without a win. Mm-hmm. That's included the. Uh, Meek performance against Hearts in the Scottish Cup, the the abject surrender to Aberdeen up, uh, up at the and then throwing away a two goal leading against Celtic, and then having to fight back to, for a two goal draw against St. Johnston, and you know, it's I'm, I'm not saying that Jack Ross should be under
1: pressure. You know, helps are still in a good position, but, Hib, like, I think Jack Ross is under a little bit of pressure, and I agree. you know, helps need
0: picking up like up
2: um, you say
1: hearts are of like broke? Hearts <laughs> are rookies this season. But um, if I'm honest, or you know, if if I'm if I'm honest uh, yeah, No, I'm saying calm if I'm honest though, in the games that we've watched this season, have you ever come away going Hibs played really, really well today? There hasn't been hasn't been many. Rangers maybe? Yeah. But Maybe Rangers. Um that's a that's a different type of performance, so wasn't it that was playing against. You. I
0: mean, I I agree with what you're saying. You know, there's been um games where it's You know, heads have ground out a mm-hmm. result, but it's not been, it's not been good. Uh, and you know, the style of play is still pretty poor. But
1: um, when you're getting the results, you can accept it. When you're not, that's when. Well, I'd rather lose and play an attractive style of football than. Try and grind out result and not get it. Yeah, I, I think just it just shows. just need to it. show up that defence.
2: You just need to show up defence because I've seen the, the, the Celtic game and then, as we were talking about that, that defending for the second goal. But even the first one, Formagain gives the penalty, it's just a whole lump in the air. Mm-hmm. And you're in the six yard box and it's come back. But even last night, St Johnston,
1: bit of pace, your centre-ass are struggling by it looks like. Yeah, there's something uh, not-, they're, they're
0: not good last night.
1: Yeah, there's something just not quite right in the last maybe month, month or so at Hibs, like you say, Cal. I think I can only think of, I can't remember Hibs' last win out with that that sort of Betfred game against Dundee. I, I can't remember our last uh, our last win. in know honesty, with Kilmarnock perhaps away from home, the one nil. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's going back at it, but again, you know. Um, uh, there is um, from the Celtic game. There is positives. I thought Nisbet took his took his goal fantastically. Uh, Murphy was uh, Murphy was great. Last night, I suppose one positive is uh, we've got a right back that start chipping in with goals. But I just I see that, and I suppose a positive is is at least dodge got back on on the pitch. I think the Hibs have missed him maybe in the last couple of weeks. Um, but I would like there just seems to be a lack of. Almost like a lack of balance somewhere. I'm still not. I'm still not buying this Newell and Gogic as a as a midfield two pairing. Um, I'm, no. I'm not having. I'm not, have, I'm not yeah, having it's, that it's at even, all. It's even worse when you make it a
0: three and you throw Stevie Mallon in there. Um, but what I will
1: say is I'll, um, I'll sort of give Sean Mackie a wee bit of praise because I was slating him a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, exactly, um, right, he? he took his chance on.
0: So I'll be big enough to admit that you
1: know maybe Sean Mackey I was too quick to judge you. There we go. Yeah, but it's looking it is looking a bit it is looking a bit sort of like (laughs) look at almost like sort of you know when Hebs a few years ago I think it was under Lennon we, we had the opportunity to finish I think we were even thinking of finishing second at one point and then we lost a few big games. And then the season just went flat there on out, and we ended up just like finishing fourth. I can't, I can't quite remember. Cal maybe, um, yeah. under Lennon. What
0: three games to go? And yeah. Outside Aberdeen, so he Rangers at home, and Mister Penalty Aberdeen and a nil-nil draw went to Tynecastle on the Wednesday night, and Neil Lennon changed the team to try and play for a draw. How to go B two one, and then drew five all with Rangers mm. on the Sunday and mm. finished uh, fourth. I could
1: have finished second, Jess. Yeah, but it almost feels like that sort of atmosphere. Like, oh, like, oh, that, that, that's that gone. That's the kind of atmosphere it feels like because I look at Aberdeen, they're like above us, we're like two games in hand. Um, you know, there's, we're never going to catch Celtic and Rangers. And you look at the teams below us now, it's like Dundee United, a team that we're absolutely struggling they're like six points behind us. And the way Hibs are playing, we'd be surprised if they catch that in the next couple of weeks and suddenly Hibs are looking at, <laughs> we're suddenly sixth in the league or something.
0: Um, you know Hibs need to put a wee run together um, like they did at the start of the season put a few wins together and um, you know over the next few weeks Hibs do have you know your Motherwells etc and that's they're going to be big games mm. because you know Motherwell probably should taking the three points at Easter Road um, earlier in the season a uh, nil nil draw but I just think phew, I I um, it's it's not brilliant just now, but again, Hibs have had good spells this season, so
1: it's not disastrous. Mm. You know, I, I don't I don't want to quite be no, you know. doom and gloom. Yeah, but it just annoys me with Hibs. I think we spoke about it last week, Ross, as well. It was it took Dundee to score for Hibs to go. Oh, I we're actually playing a game here, and a sort of similar happened last night, and I know that it, it finished a draw, but it we went behind twice, and it's like it took us to go behind, to start doing things a bit quicker, and a bit uh, a bit sharper, I mean, I, you know, I have to admit, I actually missed the, missed Hibs equaliser, but, a uh, second equaliser, but the first equaliser, it was, we kicked off a few decent sharp passes, and then McGinn finds himself in, and it's a, it's an equaliser, Calum, it's just so frustrating. Aye, it's, it's but look, so Johnston,
0: um, Heads of not beating St Johnston at Easter Road in eight years. <laughs>
1: wow. Eh? Hey? Right, no, that's...
0: Oh. Jeez, me didn't mean I didn't realize right, that. there you go. That... That's... Do you, know, do you know, it was that what? long ago that beat St Johnston at home, right? That on the bench, unused subs that day
1: were Callum Antel and Danny Handley, who are now teammates at Irmursey, mm. you know? That's that's how. I'm going. Well, that's, that's knowledge, mate. Results. That is knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to go on it too long, Callum. But it's a uh, it's Dundee this weekend. A, a team we put to the sword four one last week or a few weeks ago. Should I say should be a simple simple win this weekend? Surely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. Oh, well, you you mentioned Calamantel and Danny Handling. Well, that links in then to our next side, of City, and it's stuttering start. Stuttering start, Ross. Um, a nil defeat at the weekend to Stronrahar. They needn't. They needn't. <laughs> I don't know how long we keep saying this, but they need to start putting good points on the board here. Because if your prediction for for. Uh, for Would you say the league's over already? Would you go as far as that, Ross? Nah, it's only a few games in. Um,
2: nah, i starting to look back, and maybe I was a wee bit strong going for the whole win, but, um, nah, they've not, some of the, performance, well, the scores that are coming in, I'm thinking, come on, lads, if you can get a goal there, get a, nick a goal here, but, it's just not happening for some reason, I don't know what's happening, but, um, it's, very disappointing for this season, but,
1: as I say, we're only a few games in. It's not. No one's calling for heads or anything at the moment. So no, no. Uh, they just need to to pretty much pick themselves up and get on that. Yeah, yeah. It is disappointing though, Calm isn't it? Because this is, a, I think, McDonough's poorest yeah. start. I think it's his third third full third full season now. Is it, Calm? Um, yes. Yeah, third full season. Um. Uh, uh, we're so used to this, scene. Spot
0: on. yeah. It's, it's, look, look, Um, I, I don't think you know we need to say it, but I mean, I'm sure like the players, etc. know it's, it's not been good enough so far. McDonald know that it's not been good enough so far. Um, you know, City have normally had a very good home record. They've lost two out of three at home. Mm. Seven points off Queens Park already. Mm. It's there's a lot of ground to make up. It's almost like the three games against Queens Park now are. They cannot lose them, and two of them are must wins. You know that's where they need to claw. Sorry, quick partners back, um, in the head-to-head there. But I mean, you know they're sitting what sixth, seventh in the league. They're not even sitting in the playoffs, and it's just it's 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 not been good enough. And like we can talk about missed players, etc. But you know the players that they have available have enough quality to be winning the games, and you know the goal that they lost on Saturday, it's just not good enough. It's you know it's a simple goal, um, played in behind and uh, he cuts it across. You know the classic FIFA goal all the time in the world, and it's it's one of you it just it's just disappointing, really. You know there's there's no other word for it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know, but I mean, like you say, the the league is so tight. I mean, it's Elgin are in second place on nine. And uh, Embra City are seventh on six, so you're talking, you know, three, three, three points separating sort of five teams. But we're just so used to looking at the League Two table after five games in the last couple of seasons and seeing Embers City first or second, I think, in the in the last couple of seasons. So they've kind of been their, their own worst enemy this year because we're looking at it going, oh, this is this is just so unlike Embra City. But on the same token, a couple of wins in a row, and then they'll be. They'll probably be in second place And it'll be all looking after their second place again um, But it's just unlike them Because we, we look at the firepower That they've got And we spoke about it so often Blair Henderson Uzi C Players at Chippen goals' Handlings And uh, There'll be others out there But it just It's just not oh, quite, Yeah It's just not it's just not quite Not quite happening um, And a 1-0 defeat counted. I mean did, Was there chances For them City in the game For for a new, a new ride I mean- They've, you know, there's still.
0: I suppose the one thing that you can sort of look at is they are still creating things. They are still in games. You know, they're not getting beat three or four nil at home. No. You know, it's you know it's out goal defeats and um, yes, they're not at full strength, but there's still still enough quality there. I think that they should be winning these games. I think that um, look, you know, you don't want to sit here and be all harbingers of doom about Edinburgh City but no. you know it is uh a situation that since we've started the podcast we've not really found ourselves in with them where they've gone through this sort of start you know there might be a wee um, wobble at some point in the season but normally a solid start offsets that so um, yeah I think that three or four wins are on the bounce and City you know will find themselves second, third um, a few points off Queens Park, etc. So it's not going to be the end of the world, but that has to start happening sooner rather than later. Mm. You know, we can't be talking about oh a few
1: results will turn that around because
0: you know how long are we going
1: to be saying that? Mm-hmm. Um, i I'd, I'd be, I'm interested to know um, the, the 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 Ainsley Park. I think you know it was a it was. In need of a, a relay for a, a long, long time. Uh, <laughs> and it got relayed over, over lockdown. So it's like a night and day in the p- pitches. So I wonder if uh, it's making it a bit... Because Embraer City obviously is so used to it before of being kind of quite a terrible park that teams didn't like going there. So I wonder the brand new Astro teams are actually enjoying playing on, on it a bit more. But um, they go down to Annan this weekend. A team who are yet to win at home in the league. They picked up. A fantastic result last week, though. A last minute goal to beat Steny away from home 2-1. For me, it's a great result. But uh, yet to win yet to win at home in the league, they lost to sorry, they drew with uh Stranraer went to 10 men in the first half. And they um lost to Albion Rovers at home uh, 3-2 a couple of weeks ago. So But they picked up a few wins away from home. So interesting and in Callum the last couple of years we've we've kind of some yeah it's been a tough place to go for City
0: yeah I I mean this is a tough one this this could easily be a tough game but I don't know like you, you could see Edinburgh City going down there and winning by two or three goals you know that's that's the sort of bonkers way that this season's been um They've got that quality where they easily could go and turn up and, you know, two or three goals to the good and that's it done. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I think that they've got a good chance of going down there and getting something and in haven't had, you know, the best start at home. So, yeah, realistically, this is a big chance.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, be a good game actually. Will be a good game, a big game, a really big game. On to the Lowland League then, and we will start with Spartan. I think there's no better place. What a result on Friday night. Um, th- <laughs> 3-0 down in a very wet uh, Falkirk Stadium, Callum, uh, in all honesty. and Could you ever have imagined that full-time result? Uh, no, no, I'll be honest. I'll,
0: I don't think many people predicted, I um, think in the predictions a lot of people were sitting pretty at 3-0 and 3-1 for East Stirling I, um, I think there was one person one or two people predicted the draw um, so there was a few people celebrating but I tell you what absolutely hats off to Spartans they've done that um, twice in the last um, last two seasons because they were 2 nil well, down there last year down to 10 men and what was it Super scored a screamer Jake Davidson scored the screamer um, scenes and they won three two. So I mean, they've done it again, and you know the quality of the goals that they scored was like fantastic. I think that they thoroughly Deserved to be,
1: but like get back into the game and, aye, right, what a result! You know, mm. like, hats off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the massive moment was the uh, the stutter penalty from uh, Low. I think that would have put them. I think that put Shire four two ahead. It just shows you those those uh, fine margins isn't it and then uh, what I like though and I think it'll give the boy I mean, sorry Carl. what you going to say? I was just going to say he definitely stopped whenever, oh yeah like, yeah know, yeah, yeah
0: totally agree he, he, you rarely see that sort of follow through but I think the referee's
1: spot on mm-hmm. you know he, he, he stops and Harry
0: Stone dives and then he puts the ball into the opposite corner so mm-hmm. I mean you've got to like the ref's got to stop like, yeah. um, cancel that and,
1: what Spartans are Agreed. Um, what I like about it as well is that is the manner that they they get that last minute last pretty much kick of the game equalizer. Um, and that will give the boy Jones a lot of confidence. Somebody that we have seen, um, last year, uh, Callum I th- was it I maybe mean, two years ago now actually when he was at Pennycook, and uh, in that uh, cup game he went to penalties and he and he did really well and in, in, in that cup game it might actually be in the last season, um. And then I played against him, that was right in a, a sort of friendly when I was at Spartans and he he was a player that always stood out for me at, at Penny Cookie, a really, really good player and that'll give him a lot of confidence um, that light like goal and then they get the winner in extra time. So, you know, fantastic result, great result and it was important that they, they backed it up midweek and they Edinburgh Uni we don't want to sort of... Uh, you know, speak about it in a derogatory sense about the opposition, of course, because Edinburgh Uni are one of our sides as well. But that's a, a game you'd expect Spartans to to win. But uh, they did, but they had to do it. a lot of goals spread across spread across the team. Some some guys getting braces. Good, good result for Spartans. Uh,
2: I, I thought a lot of the squad would have be been too old for braces, but no, I think um, <laughs> for me, I, I would have thought <laughs> <laughs> I prefer read I'll you the read you when you Oh Come That's brilliant That's brilliant nice That's top notch. Top, top of <laughs>
0: <laughs> God Oh I'm used myself That'll do <laughs> I'm someone did. No I think he, I think uh, I think the margin of victory Was Something that I didn't. I didn't expect. Um. But look, it's it's a good result for Spartans and Ennley. Anyway, not ideal, but we'll probably go on to speak about them. But you know, it's it's a, it's been a good week for Spartans. You know, we, we've um sort of been saying that there's been a few defeats in there, a few results that haven't really gone their way, and three 0 down on Friday night. You sort of think, oh
1: God, here we go again. But um, aye, great week. But something I think we spoke last week Ross was I can't quite remember the exact stat, but I think it was like five defeats in six games or or six defeats in seven games, maybe even four or five. It was something along those lines. It was a, it was a lot of defeats. Um, I, I think last week we spoke about the importance of them just getting one win. This win against Shire last week, albeit an extra time, albeit a cup game, just the the the. You know, to come off that born game, and it was it was quite low. It wasn't a good performance. But then to get that win against Shire, that could be season changing for for do you get that impression, or still, still, have they still got a lot no, to do definitely. to to change your no, to I'd change do, your mind? I do for all of it. For, for I think the magnitude it's it's, it's not the leak so to the, the kind of it's almost
2: like a because it's cup, and I think because they were playing East East Arlington, they're probably thinking right are not really holding out much chance for it so they went and treated it like a cup final Did a fantastic comeback to come back and then to go in and win it but to then back it up with that 6-1 win against the uni last night it's it's uh, uh, it's hats off stuff like because I've not been their biggest fan this year with a couple of results coming in but they've silenced me for the last two weeks mm. well, this week to go into it so I'm just hoping Hoping that they'll they'll push on for this and keep
1: that form going into it because the, the morale will be high and the confidence will be showing at the moment. So mm-hmm. yeah. ten goals and you know ten goals in two games, Callum, and then they go and play Dalbiti this weekend at home. Um, Dalbiti who a lot of people thought they would improve this season, but again they are one of the teams that are down there at the moment. You've you've got to think Spartans back this up with two wins in a, or three wins in a row, but two in the league in a row.
0: I think I think this will be this
1: will be a wee home win for Spartans. I think the round off round off a good week three wins in seven days. Yeah, agreed absolutely. Well, days, <laughs> uh, right on to civil service then, and you know by all accounts last weekend first half very good um, against Hulford, They went in at one nil half time. Competed well. Really physical team, uh through in, in, in Ayrshire there, but second half just, uh just didn't really live up to their first half performance of four one defeat. It's a cup game. It's not the not the end of the world. Although a, a cup run in that in that cup is always a is always kind. It's a it's a big cup as we spoke about. But for me, fantastic result last night. Um, I I wouldn't want to say it was a a must win, but if if civil. Are thinking about you know trying to trying to better and get better every season in a season which is getting harder and harder. It kind of almost was a bit of a, miss, a must win, Callum, I and that that's a great result for me. One nil, it had to be, uh, one nil. But that's a that's a great result. Yeah, I think they got each way. Um, as as Kyle said last night,
0: it's all about ones and zeros, and I think that. You know, that's that's all that Civil have to do. Um, I think that's a great result last night. I like think Berwick has
1: strengthened in the summer and they've got some good players there, but uh, Civil, Civil that, that was a must win. It was a must win and, you know, it's a, it's a great, great result for them. Mm-hmm. Something that I've, you know, I think people maybe gone a bit under the radar, something that we may have looked looked over in the last, uh, of following Civil so far this season, is actually goals against at home. They're making, they're making. Uh, a little bit of a, a bit of a fortress, Cal. I think maybe I think it's maybe six league games at home. If you take out the Kelty one, so f- the other five, uh, so the other four, sorry, five league games at home. If you look, take the Keltie one away, then the remaining four, you've got a nil-nil draw against BSC. And then it's 1-0 against Stirling, 1-0 against Gretna, 1-0 against Berwick. So it's, it's it's four clean sheets out of five league games at home. They're kind of making Custoday Gillis a really difficult place to go, which is important, I think, for for Sybil. Ah, I think, um, what's, what's the phrase? The athletic goal of the Lowland League. That was... Uh... Um, and
0: I think that that's
1: that's what it's all about. You know,
0: it's just um, the classic.
1: They don't score, we don't lose. Yeah, yeah. Actually watched it. I watched uh, the second half after the the Hibs game last night. Watched it. Terrible conditions. Um, the only th- I think I went to went to the toilet, came back and and Civil had scored. Um, I've seen the goal back. Great move. Um, great football. Whipped out wide. Ball in the box. Hopkins and header as well. Finish as well. Player that's that's come back in. Um, it was important. I think they had a goal scorer. I think it's something they've lack so far this season. So a goal scorer. Um, that could be a nice little signing for Civil that count.
0: Um, look, already shown last night what um, Dawkinson can bring to the team I think that you've got um, what was it 10 or 11 goals that he scored um, two years ago the first year that we did the podcast and then what was he Ten Castle last year where he scored goals for fun so I think that um, getting him back um, he will give them a threat up top and he will score um, which is something that we've said that civil needs, you know. Once I think that they've got a few players now that once they get their eye in, you know, they can score ten to fifteen a season. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just getting that first one. You know, getting monkey off the back, as it were, and you know, for Hawkinson to come back and make his second debut and get the goal. Um, it's
1: important. Mm-hmm. And it's very leaving this weekend. Uh, for. Civil Ross, away from home, it makes it a little bit more tricky, but you've got to think, with the amount of goals that Vale have conceded so far this season, would you, you've got to expect Civil to go that down there, and maybe some other players can, to notch their first goals of the season, you've got to expect three points for Civil here, Ross. I, you, you would hope
2: so. I think, as I we was saying earlier, kind of back a couple of good results for them, albeit the Hurlfords, you kind of just put that at the back of the head and get on with it now, it comes over. Um, but... Good result last night against Berwick, as you said. Um we've just got to take that confidence going into
1: it and they've they shipped goals, so there's absolutely no reason why Civil well, can't absolutely pound their goal. Hmm. Just hope it's a, a pants down job and get on with <laughs> And on to Ember Uni then and it was a uh, well I suppose it's it's not been the, the best of weeks for the uni. I think the game was off at the weekend, but last night six one defeat. It was, yeah, that's uh, a, a sore one a sore one it's but not- their season will not be defined by games against uh, Spartans. It will be defined against those around them and they've done okay so far with them. So, um, it's kind of just put it to the back of your minds and, and move on, isn't it, Callum? It's, it's kind of what we've been saying the last couple of years yeah. following the uni. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a tough one this weekend. PSC um, at home. Uh, but it's, you
0: know, it's these games where you see the uni spring a surprise, you know, like mm-hmm. last year the two old draw with Weaceful Pride, you know, and there's been draws with Kelty a year before. There's always a there's always a shock result in
1: um, the uni spring. And I'm not saying it will be this weekend, but it's the sort of game this weekend where this is where they get their, their, mm. their shock result. Mm. I love how over the course of this podcast, column you've you've dropped games in which I'm angry at because they were all sort of wee surprise packages I was pulling out the bag for my highlights of the of the 100 episodes so far. But uh, it's BSC this weekend, you were right, um, uh, at home at pay for Mill. Um, this is a free hit, Ross. As you know, BSC, a good start to the season. I don't think they're as strong as season's gone past, but they are up there again as, as they are. You've got to kind of hand it to Stephen Swift, actually. He's always got his BSC sides up up near the top of the table so free hit for, for uni this weekend Ross aye yeah definitely but I can't see them getting too much out of it unfortunately um, yeah outside BSC. I think they've competed well over the years no, and um, so you're just hoping as like Cam says hoping they pull one out of the bag but I've, to be honest I can't being realistic I can't really see it coming so I guess it's not too demoralising for them Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay right it's on to the 100 episodes highlights ross i'll let you take the stage yes. you can ask us
2: absolutely right so last two years lads you've your baby's turned 100 episodes so congratulations on that so, just want to kind of go through a couple of things, just to see what your highlights have been following the teams that we're covering. So, Callum, do you want to start off with your highlights of PIBS the last two years?
0: Um, uh, I've got no. There's been a few. There's been a few. I think um, Boxing Day last year was was a very very good day. Um, I think the fact that Andrew and I were both there. Um, I I take, uh, So that was that was a, a thoroughly enjoyable, um, early afternoon. But you know, other than that, I look at the two 0 against Celtic when, um, you know, Hibbs only gave uh Celtic half the stand. There was a lot of uh two and thrown about that, and not a lot of people gave Hibbs a chance and. You know, Slavka scored after about 30 seconds and we parked on that day. It was brilliant. And I would have to say, um, uh, he- after Heck and was sacked, the 4 1 threw at St Johnston because again, Andrew and I were both there. And oh, just absolute scene. The-, the birth of Christian Deutsch, the birth of Ballon Deutsch mm. was just right,
1: fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, uh, Andrew? Yeah, I think. I think weirdly, I think I I've think wrote down Celtic as well, Callum. That that win over Celtic, eh, of course, the Boxing Day game. But one actually came. One of the highlights for me was a probably about the course of a week, Callum. It was our first week of the podcast. It was the uh, the home game against Ashtris Um It was we both were at that game. I think we were we were down two 0 He came back to win three two, and then the sort of couple of days after, we we watched the game at, at my house with with John McGinn's goal and uh, we got through the next round there that was one of the one of the highlights for me and I yeah and also uh, also that wee trip up to Dundee actually again an early time in Heckenbottom's bottoms rain um, away from home Stephen Mallon chipped in with uh, some goals Mark McNulty looked sharp by the way a player that I think I'd actually take back at Hibs again he looked very good at the weekend for Dundee United as uh, one of our striking options but uh, no I think it has to either be the the couple of games in Europe there or like you say the, the win over Celtic or the Derby or Dundee yeah, but it's been there's been some highs in there but oh god there's been some lows in there watching Hibs the last couple of years as well <laughs> eh, um, so there we go perfect right well we were on to the big team in the city uh, on uh, the football club Callum do you want to give us your highlights of looking for um, the Hartford's um, results I mean
0: highlights it's been it's been it's been tough since we started the podcast because there was um there was a period of about three months right in the start um, where Hearts didn't lose. And honestly, it was just insane. that We started the podcast and Hearts went on this ridiculous run and we thought to ourselves, are we causing this?
1: <laughs> <You> know, uh... <laughs> it was just that sort of madness, you know I mean? You think back to like some of the games at the start there, like, Hearts were going through, like away, away from home, Hearts were away from home and winning convincingly. You know, just unbelievable. So,
0: um, I think the for me though, I, I'm, I'm looking at games that I've been to. Um, so for for Hearts, I would have to say the highlight was probably Daniel Stendel's highlight of a of his reign um, at, at Hearts last season was leaving us in suspense. Or I was I was in the home end that day, and Tynecastle was back to what time castle used to be a good sort of five six years ago sort of lost its way but i mean time castle was unbelievable that day the atmosphere was um you know really really enjoyable um as a sort of neutral i would say but um i would i would have to pick that as my that would would be my like highlight for for hearts because i can't really sit here as a house fan and say any um i just i i No,
1: I've, they revoked my season ticket I can't mm. do that uh, My right. Yeah my, my My highlight is um, Uche's, uh Skill at McDermott Park When he fell over the ball actually, actually, No I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking uh, I think it has to be that That Scottish Cup run When they got to the final Previously actually up uh, And I got sort of first season That was a A sort of good Scottish run And we had the I had the lads round for a for a special episode. I Enjoyed that little absolutely. Scotch Cup run. Um, when we did, uh, did the special, that
0: was, that was brilliant. Yeah,
1: uh, I thoroughly enjoyed
0: that. Even though all we did was talk about hearts. That was my debut. Yeah,
1: yeah. That and actually, the, the, and also that the the performances last season against Rangers because it wasn't just one. I think there was there was a good performance. I uh,
2: not to win the cup as well.
1: Yeah, so so some some good performances actually probably the two houses i mean of course there's there's wins that you know the 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 derby wins I suppose but it's difficult for me to say they're my highlights but uh, I suppose it scott this the Scottish cup runs um but Hearts has been an, an incredible follow the last couple of years everything that's happened from Levine's start to that season unbelievable you know Levine goes unwell they had that that little time which was you know in that moment as a a, a a real a real oh, sad, yeah, a real sad yeah a real sad point and then you know, Levine gets sacked and then it's McPhee era, then Stendhal era, now Nielsen, it's been a, both heads and hearts have been incredible to follow the last uh, couple of years, uh, so yeah. definitely. Okay, so we'll move quickly on to one of
2: your former teams,
1: Andrew. Yeah, I'll go first then, yeah, I'll go yes. first and actually, Callum, it goes back to, uh, I think it was our first season, following City again, he got off to an unbelievable start, I think it was 12 wins in a row, Callum, I think, early on and, um, God, the podcast was easy to cover back then, you know, it was just different. everyone was winning every week it felt like uh, But there was actually two back-to-back away wins for City right at the start of that season They beat Clyde away and they beat Peter Hedaway. Um Brilliant little week that Yeah, uh, so they were great weeks and it sort of made us go, you know what, City i have got a real chance this year And also that year was a Challenge Cup run, Callum, the big win away our Arbroath And then we were both at the Alowa game where they fell behind, but they came back to win on penalties. That was like that was a great. That was a great, uh, a a great game. I remember us. Remember, you got got yourself quite animated at full time. You're like, get in there, go on yourself, and when you scored the penalty, you were getting right up the Aloha fans, So, um, it's been it's been good following city the last couple of Not years. Like Some... you, <laughs> I know. I know. What about you, Cal? Um, to be fair, like I've got the Aloha game down there. I thought that
0: that was. You know, it was it was really special just to sort of be there, sort of city stood up and really sort of nice because they went behind to two sort of poor goals and you thought, oh, here we go, two 0 within half an hour. Oh, is this going to be one of those afternoons? And um, I think they, they stormed back. I think uh, it was a player, Henderson, got one mm-hmm. just before half time. Scott Shepherd hit a, a decent goal um, in the second half, and one on penalties. Cal Martel was a hero, but. Um, I also had uh the first game the first game that we saw uh, uh, doing the podcast because we went along to, uh, to yeah. see Edinburgh City and they beat Albion Rose 4-1 player Henderson scored a hat-trick sort of announced himself um, as an Edinburgh City player and you know it was just it was just sort of at that moment you thought oh City could do something this year yeah. you know sort of um had having been battling relegation the previous two years and then all of a sudden it was 4-1 here we go oh. um but
1: aye, that would be that would be my city highlights. Right, thank you. Uh, Andrew, back to yourself, another one of your former teams, Spartans. Yeah, um there's you know Spartans have had some fantastic results following them. They've also gotten some for, for their standards, some tricky runs. Um for me, there was two results last season. Calm already spoke about it, that that he's still in game away, the three two win. Um brilliant, fantastic, away from home. The last game before lockdown they went through East Kilbride and won four one. They were great results as well um and one came last season as well for me it was a a Scottish Cup replay up in Devon Vale midweek horrible place to go, long trip up there, and they scored very late on and they they won um I think Reid actually scored the winner very late on so there's a couple oh, yeah, a couple of results for me Cal, but know you've been a, you've been a few, a lot of Spartans games so.
0: Spartans Spartans, I sort of looked at it um I think a lot of mine come from the first like first season I've got the six two thumping over Cumbernal Colts to secure top four. Um there was the one all with Kelty that went uh, in the League Cup that went to uh, like extra time and penalties, which was like a great, great win.
1: Yeah.
0: Um but that first in seeing Spartans win the Football Nations Cup 2 0 against Caroline. Camelin uh, even. Um, that was that like it was like seeing like a team that we follow etc like win a trophy in the first year of the podcast
1: was was pretty special. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Right, right, move on to Civil. So Andrew, do you want
1: to take lead on that one? Yeah, I think it's there's two games for me to be honest. Uh, well three three games but two ties if that makes sense. I think the the two games against Forest where they went up there and managed to, to come away with a draw and then they brought the for us back to Christy Gillis and they, we were, me and Callum were both at the, the replay and Civil came through that with a fantastic performance uh, Keeper made a penalty save as well a crucial time it was a great game to be at but for me the standout performance for Civil for the past couple of seasons Callum, we were both at this game as well was East Colbride at home when they won 3-1 um, that was one of the best performances I've actually seen from any of our teams uh, following the podcast so far just it was if Gary could have wrote the 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 tactics and the what they wanted to do before the game—I think they just played it out to a tee. So, uh, East Cumbria three-one at home, or the games against Forest Callum, for me?
0: Um, I'd have to agree. I've got Forest down there, and I've got the three-one against East Cumbria. But for me, it was a Friday night that I went through to the Falkirk Stadium in Civil One Four Three, and I think that was when I really sort of got far too involved in the podcast. And I think even when I was like describing the goal that won it. I think, like I, I was swearing in the tweet and everything. But it was just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Away. I turned round to like Mad Bill, told him to f off. It was just, um, I, it was just
1: absolute scenes. Uh, and I think that was when I sort of first like,
0: I was like, oh my god, we're doing this podcast and you know I actually care what happens with these teams. But um, <laughs> so it was, it was that four three away in Shire with um, mm. Guff scoring the the worst goal uh, to win it four three.
1: Yeah, they all count. They all count.
0: Definitely.
1: Right, and we'll finish on this part with the, the university. Yeah, I think for yeah, me, uni. yeah, I think for me, Cal, it was one of the nights where our the Twitter just went mad, wasn't it? Because I think uh, Uni were two 0 up at half time, found themselves three two down, a key game against Villa Leiden as well, you know, a, a relegation rival, and then going into stoppage time, they managed to find two goals, um, and I think I remember tweeting they couldn't, could they? And then they did. I think the last kick of the game they, they, they got the winner 4-3 I know we weren't there But uh, what a what a, a result That was 4-3 And uh, I, I'd imagine Calm. I don't want to steal it off you But I'd imagine It's two draws Against two big sides That might have been your Highlights Aye well, yeah, No the, the, the draw through at Kelty In the first season Kelty
0: were in the lonely And um Last year But for me It was um, Seeing the uni The first goal That I saw the uni score because I think I went five or six games without, and the uni were just getting beat to nil, and I was like, oh my god, here we go. And I just, when, I think it was Mark Waters' pre fit um, against Gretna, and that's, that, it's up there for me. It's up there for me as <laughs> one of the best moments because I was worried that I was never going to see the uni score a goal. Um, so, I because I've still seen, seen them win, so I can't say that I've got a win as my highlight, mm. but um, no, they. I, I will
1: see an Ember Uni win one day. Yeah. Oh, that was quite nice going <laughs> down memory oh, lane there. That's... Ah, that was quite nice going down memory yeah. lane. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. Um, it's been good. You were been been
2: disappointed. You said your highlight was
1: me joining. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 I can't believe that. Uh, That'll be the two hundred. That'll be the two hundred. That'll be the two hundred. Right, lads, onto the the uh, podcast puzzler then. And it was uh, what was last week's Callum because you were able to um, type what? yours in for the first time.
0: What Scotland player would you have in your um, in the squad? Would yeah. you want in your team? Yeah. And I would I would have to say John McGinn. Yeah. 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 Um, the people that got in touch, uh, we had Carl Patterson from Ashley Blythe and from her lovely husband, we had Callum McGregor. Mm. Um, so that would be both of them uh, at Hearts if uh, if that could come
1: true. Yeah. Uh, right, this week's one is uh, well it's a (laughs) on a theme right so I'll be quick though on the day you know desperately sad news my dad's favourite player growing up Maradona found out this evening has passed away terribly sad at the age of 60 Um, so the podcast puzzler actually relates to Argentina because when Canidia was at Dundee Callum I was very envious of their away strip when they had the Argentinian away strip uh, the blue and white stripes. I was very envious of that. So this week's is a rival team strip that you wish your own team would have. And you don't have to answer it now, but a, a, a team of your one of your rivals that you just going, oh, that's a lovely, lovely strip. Um, maybe both of you can type in your answers through Twitter because I know we're running out of time before we get to the predictions. So I'll let you.
2: I've never thought any of my rivals had a nice
1: top. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe maybe it's that lovely Argentinian blue and white one that I was referring to. That's my favourite anyway. But uh, on to the uh, Prediction League then, Callum. And before we start, it's a hundred episode, guys. So when you predict, put your predictions in this week, the highest scorer will receive a prize, which we have found online. Um, you will receive a prize for the highest scorer. But along with your prediction, you've also got to put the team who you think will score first and also the minute of our Edinburgh sides. So you have to pick the Edinburgh side that you think will score first, along with the minute. So if we've got a draw, we're able to distinguish of of who would actually win the prize, okay? But we'll we'll get along with that. So we'll start. Callum, you go first, then Ross, then me. Alloa versus Hearts. (sighs) Yeah, Hearts 2 0. Hibs, Dundee.
0: Um, 5 1 Hibs.
1: Hibs 3 1. Uh, I'll go for. Th- yeah, 2 0 Hibs. Uh, Annan versus Edinburgh City. 2 1 City.
0: 2 0 Say. Uh,
1: 1 0 Edinburgh Uni versus BSC. Yeah 3-0 BSC Spartans Dalbiti. Uh,
0: 4-0
1: Spartans. 3-1 Spartans. Yeah 4-0 Spartans and Vale against Civil.
0: Uh,
1: 5-1 Civil. 2-0 Civil. 3-0 Civil for me. Right, I'll start. I think that our first team that will score will be Spartans, and I think they will score in the 12th minute. Callum?
0: in the ninth. Hearts in the
2: seventh.
1: Okay. Ha! Perfect. Right. We thank you for listening. Get your prediction and remember to put in your first Embra team that you think will score along with the minute and uh, hopefully you can win a prize but thank you for listening that was that was our 100th episode can't thank you enough enough for for listening and joining in that was Ember Football Podcast I've been Andrew I've been joined by Ross and Callum enjoy your week